Yes, here we are again. Hello, YouTube, Twitter, and Hello. Instagram. Instagram. Yes, hot tea with pleasure coming to you live. It is Saturday at 8 p.m. We're not live today. We're recorded because <laughs> Teresa has to do an out-of-town um, event. And so it's best that we just record for you so that you do not miss a dime. This is so, true. That's right. I'm Hillary in Ontario, Canada. And I'm Teresa in the beautiful island of Barbados. Welcome, welcome to welcome, welcome. Pleasures. Yep. We keep it raw, real, and we keep lubricated. That's right. We believe in purpose, passion, and pleasure, baby. <laughs> so, what do we have today to talk about? Today we have, our topic is part two of meal abuse. The missing link. Oh, before we go any so, further, hold on, hold on. Disclaimer, huh? please. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> Our disclaimer is we are not medical practitioners. Mm -mm. All the information that we bring to you have been researched. Or we just like talk. We just like talking. <laughs> All the information. Listen to me. Focus here. All the information we bring to you. Have we researched? We have found it online. We have evidence about what we are saying. Or I've worked in, the, in, in the field. Experiences <laughs> that have happened within yeah. our circle. That's right. So it's our experiences, and yes, yeah. So don't write us, but do write us. <laughs> oh gosh, Hillary, I can see someone is gonna tell you something with this podcast. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> So if you haven't, if this is your first time, we welcome you. Well, if this is not your first time, we also welcome you. That's right. And remember so to like, comment, and subscribe. Hit that button, baby. Yep. Thumbs up. All right. So we had a lot of feedback from our last episode when it came mm -hmm. to the missing link uh, to dealing with abused men or males. And uh, a lot of people reached out to us privately and wanted to either speak on behalf of being a survivor of abuse or currently going through the situation or the abuser mm -hmm. also called um had we had conversations with them and mm -hmm. um the conversation needs to be had more it's one of those things that we as a society do not talk about we don't acknowledge it's very very rare that we have conversation about it but it one in every three men have been in some sort of violent or sexually abusive relationship, abusive relationship. and most of 90, 95% of those are by the aggressor as a female. So we are going to continue that conversation and we're going to look at it from the teen point of view perspective mm -hmm. because a lot of teen boys are in abusive relationships and us as parents or community members and when I say parents I mean any person that you see in the community and you're a supportive member of or two um, mm -hmm. you are also their parent and seeing an aggressive situation not getting involved in, getting involved doesn't mean you go in there and you know stir things up more or whatever no it means that you you know you can have a conversation with that person or uh, be a witness eyewitness um those are ways of of getting involved safely because we want to be safe okay can you, can you create a can you create a safe haven for that individual uh there's a lot of resources you can always reach out to them get some advice um uh, mm -hmm. you know and uh if it's you know as a teen they have parent if they have a parent situation you can always reach out to the parent and have that conversation with them tell them what mm -hmm. you observed and uh you know and then there's always leaders in the community that you can go to and maybe get some help for that team. But uh, unfortunately, the, because it's a female being the aggressor, a lot of, um, in a lot of situations, the male is not taken seriously uh, or um, the male is himself. ashamed. To... Yeah. Well, shame is shame mm -hmm. is one of the biggest part of abuse, you know, uh, mm -hmm. 
when it comes to abuse, that's the main thing that keeps people in an abusive relationship or is shame and financial. So, but we're keeping it on the uh, teenagers. I'm going to hand it over to you, Teresa, to talk about the physical and mental abuse and emotional abuse. And then I'm going to go into the sexual side. Okay. Well, first off, let me say to you guys, our listeners, abuse is never okay. Never it's okay. never okay. Never. No matter if you are the abuser, if you're the one that's the victim, or if you're the one that's on the outside looking in, it's never okay. I don't want to so, call them victims. I want to call them survivors. So, okay, survivors. Mm-hmm. Because after after our discussion, we are hoping that this gives anyone that know of someone or the individual that is listening might be happening to that individual. We we're doing this so that it gives you that encouragement to step away from or step out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or okay, seek so there help. Four- seek help mm-hmm. so it can be done safely. As, as safely as possible because you never know how things can get, right? We're not asking you to go in there and part fights and no. get involved, okay? So there are four types of domestic violence. But before I go further, there's a new phrase or new mm-hmm. acronym for domestic violence. It's IPV, which mm-hmm. is Intimate Partner Violence. And yeah. the reason behind this, Hillary, is... Because there's all different types of genders and abuse happens right across the board. So intimate partner violence. You have mm-hmm. four, four main ones. The physical, the sexual, the psychological aggression, and the stalking. Mm. Okay, so the Stop showing up physical... at the man's house at 2 o'clock in the morning talking about you checking to see if he's cheating. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. And a lot of people don't see that as illegal, you know, but it is illegal. It is illegal, and it's illegal. it's also psychologically damaged if the person sees you, mm-hmm. especially. Yeah. Okay. Um, the physical, we all would be likely to be familiar with the physical, which is the use of force. It's the hitting, it's the kicking, it's the choking, it's the dragging across the kitchen floor when you. It's the slaps. You know, stuff like that there. The slaps. Mm-hmm. Teenage girls are good with slapping, the right? Slapping. Slapping, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pinching. Biting. And, mm-hmm. and the what, Hillary? Biting? Biting, girl. Okay. I have not experienced that biting part, but Hillary, that's another topic. Wait, wait, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> the next one is sexual abuse. You're telling a whole long story forced, here, but anyways, go which on. Which is forcing another, another to take part in sexual activity now this sexual activity isn't only physical intercourse mm-hmm. but it's also Penetration. what they call you take your phone sex texting okay mm-hmm. so you know they have those emojis that you slap the the fruit the cheek or the the boxy jingles you receiving those the eggplant that you send out the persons mm-hmm. you know we, we, we know those emojis that have these indications that, yeah, I want to do this or this won't happen to you. If it's uninvited, too, it is not it okay. Is mm-hmm. That is abuse. Mm-hmm. The sharing of photos, sharing of videos. Mm-hmm. That's a big so, one. That's a huge one. You know how our teens like to be on their phone and mm-hmm. if they have a new pair of shoes, new hat, new haircut. So we always like to be in front of the camera, take pictures and be in one of the face. Teresa, did you know uh-huh. that a lot of uh, teen suicide is because of videos yes. that were shared videos, or pictures, pictures of nudity that was shown mm-hmm. or shared um, to classmates or mm-hmm. online? You, you know, our teens, we aren't, we aren't nice to each other when we get ready, you know? Mm-hmm. We aren't nice to each other. And when you take a picture of someone that you were once in a relationship with, and then you share that picture, you know how damaging that is? Mm-hmm. 
you know how humiliated that is for that person? So that too is a form of abuse. Yeah. Someone because... like bullying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Just think of the word, just think of the word oh, right I'm there. Sorry. Whenever mm -hmm. the, whenever, just think of it. When that person took that picture, that photo or video or whatever, it was an intimate situation of privacy that they were sharing with you in that moment. And you now have mm -hmm. taken, because you're upset or broken up or you think it's funny mm -hmm. or whatever, you've now decided I'm going to take that intimate situation and now I'm going to violate them by sending it out into internet land. And you know, once it's going to internet, it never goes when away. Once it's on internet land. Mm -hmm. it and never as we get older away. these things follow us mm -hmm. you could delete that mm -hmm. picture all you want someone already clipped that you know saved it there you go and about to spread mm -hmm. it you never know who's going to purchase it so it is very very damaging psychologically mm -hmm. it's very very damaging for the person reputation and you just should not do it at all yep. it's illegal and you can end up in it jail. It is mental, it's damaging, psychological. Mm -hmm. Fine enough, that's the third point in my research psychological aggression. When you exert control over your partner using verbal or displaying actions to that person with the intent to harm. Yep, threats. Mentally or emotionally. Mm -hmm. And one word for that is threats. As Hillary was indicating mm -hmm. just now, blackmail. Mm -hmm. blackmailing someone with photos or conversations that you guys had that is blackmail it's it's that also to physical aggression yeah it's also to uh you know when it comes to um if you don't do this i'm gonna do that it could be mm -hmm. also uh, a simple one that and and i'm very very careful about this because i don't want anyone to think that i don't believe or say that what they're saying is wrong or fake. Um, but if you accuse some person of a physical violence because you're the one who actually is doing it, that's another form of threats. If you don't do this, I'm going to tell people that this happened. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's a control mechanism. So uh, that one can lead to a lot of destruction, destructive um, mm -hmm. outcomes. So that's how you see the physical and the mental mm -hmm. of what some people say, the emotional. Mm -hmm. These two are tied together. So the last one from my, from one last point I have is stalking. Mm. Repeated unwanted attention. Repeated unwanted attention. And this can be by the partner and that can cause, and the, the whole intention of that is to call fear in the person. Mm -hmm. So that also ties in what Hillary was saying earlier. You go in and peep in behind the person at their home mm. to see if they're cheating. That is stalking. Mm -hmm. That is stalking. I know some people and, are like, not growing. I'm not stalking. Yes, you are. Mm -hmm. Does he know you're there? Can stalking <laughs> Does be he done know you're on there? Phone as well? <laughs> Sorry? Because we have so much social platforms. Can stalking be done on the phone as well? Of course. Of course, okay. stalking. Okay, stalking can be done in very, very many different formats. Um, mm -hmm. It can be texting. It can be. Um, it can be telephone, telephone tag. It could be that. Mm -hmm. It could be emailing. It could be actual in person. There are many different ways that you can stalk a person. You can be stalking. A I person. am not trying to tell people how to stalk people. I'm just telling you there are many different ways of doing it. It's anything where the person does not know you're present and you're making yourself present in their space, their personal area. Mm -hmm. Unwanted attention. Unwanted, unwanted attention and constant, um, continuous attention. No, it's, it, it's, I had a one situation where uh, some person shared with me that, um, you know, this person was continuously trying to get in contact with them. And although they said, no, I do not want contact, um, they continue to, to, to try to get their attention. And mm -hmm. stalking can be a transitional uh, form of abuse um, where it leads to violence and even in some situations, death. So uh, it's something should be taken very seriously. It's a new law that 
uh, it's newer than all the other, um, well, I shouldn't say that, but it's, it's a newer law and it's taken extremely seriously. Um, unfortunately, not every country has a stalking law. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully as we progress, <laughs> you know, as a society, we would realize how serious this, especially in teens, how serious it should be taken. And that's, I find that the stalking law addresses it, yes, on a whole, and it's very general, but it does not address the stalking when the stalker is a female. It doesn't. It. I find that that law is written more where the stalking and I'm is gonna, a male. And I'm gonna um, pause it there, Hillary. Um, mm-hmm. From doing some research by the American Physiological Association. Mm-hmm. They had an annual meeting. This was like in 2013. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have it every year being annual. Since yeah. with COVID and all this, I'm not sure, but I can get that information for you if it still, if it still happens. Mm-hmm. But it, they indicated that the boys and girls suffer equal amounts of the mm-hmm. dating violence. Mm-hmm. However, the teen girls, teen girls actually reported that they committed higher rates of dating violence. Mm-hmm. Than the teen 95% of teen so females have been So why do you think that the men don't report theirs? Because we as a society mm-hmm. tell our men or boys in plain terms because they start boys our first. teens as they're coming up, even, mm-hmm. even from like 8, 9, 10. Before that, from, from what what happens when a little boy foil, falls? What happens? Mm, don't cry. Don't cry, right? Suck it up. Mm-hmm. Be a man. <laughs> They're not supposed to have these, these Little feelings. boys don't cry. Only little girls cry, right? So plain and simple, what we're telling them to do is mm-hmm. man up. There you go. Man up. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I think that's, we have created a problem in itself. Mm-hmm. Where we are telling our young men, don't be people, <laughs> don't be human. I'm just, it you is true. Show don't show emotion. emotion, and then you go, well, Why he not emotional? Why he and not this? When, why, well, when you told not to be when they're in their teens, even a simple thing like with sports, mm-hmm. sports is a rough game football, cricket, basketball, volleyball. These games are contact sports. Mm-hmm. And even when you're playing like, I think you call it racquetball, mm-hmm. when it's just a one-on-one thing, you get injured, you're not supposed to play. They want you to man up, suck it up. So what, but think about it. When you, age, when you see two then, boys fighting, what, what do they say? When, when they see two boys fighting, people are like, oh, you know, oh, they're trying to get their aggression out. No! Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, it, and when a when when a girl when a little girl cries, oh, it's oh my God, is she okay? When What's a little wrong? boy cri- cries, it's considered wrong. And like, what is wrong with you? You know, he's questioned. Mm-hmm. What is the messaging, people? What is the message? And so when that happens now to him, where he's being assaulted by, uh. A female a teenager you know in a, in a teen relationship that whole aspect plays out again if i mm-hmm. go and say something what's my what's what's your problem you know there's a lot of myths behind the whole thing about men being abused anyways because we even have people who are like why are you talking about men getting abused women get abused yes and that's talked about because it's okay to talk about that but it's not okay to talk about men being abused by the women. Men being abused. Yeah. It is something that everybody knows about. It is out there, but we do not acknowledge it enough. It's very rare that you have conversations around it. And that's why we want to tackle it because we were raw and real girl. But anyways, mm-hmm. continue. So this, this, this creates a pattern because violence is a behavior that children first learn mm-hmm. by being a victim of yes. or witness to trauma. Mm-hmm. And the violence. So children can be traumatized even by viewing violent media. Yeah. And with our cell phones, 
Everything is recorded. Everything is posted. Everything. People don't get squirmish at things anymore. Everything is posted. You know Everything what's sad? Out there. You know what's sad? Teen suicide. Okay. And oh a lot of that sexting or taking the photos and, and sharing it with different classmates or whatever. Yeah. It's there's proven evidence. There's cases. There's situations where we've heard that the reason why this person committed suicide yes. is what all these things have repercussions. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, when you think that it's funny, it's not funny, especially when you're now the reason behind that person thinking that their life is basically over, you know, mm -hmm. and um, listen, I, I, I could go on and on. <laughs> I keep interrupting Teresa, but <laughs> I, I am very, very much an advocate because that's a form of bullying, by the way. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I just do not like bullies <laughs> at all. They are when a person bully or the reason why people bully is because um, they themselves either have been uh, a victim of a victim. Yeah. Or they and what happens is they've now lacked power in their lives and they're looking to find power from some person else. And that's who they've chosen as their victim. So anyways, continue. So this has repercussions and it impacts on the children's life it's mm -hmm. lifelong it impacts on the like on a lifelong health yeah and their opportunity because as a teen you're you're trying to find yourself find your way yeah and there'll be things there'll be career paths that you will want to choose mm -hmm. and because of what happened to you when you were younger it's like oh i can't get involved in this because then I have to come out and say what happened. You understand? Yeah, we like to be blind so to society a lot. You, <laughs> you tend, we tend to shy away from certain things. Okay. We shy away from a lot of things, girl. Come on now, <laughs> let's keep it real. <laughs> but you tend to shy away I would, from certain things. Remember, I was talking to you. Don't get involved in stuff because yeah. if I get involved in stuff, I'm gonna have to expose myself on how I know this. Well, it's not Sometimes only that, that because... can be healing for the person. Mm -hmm. but I think it takes time for someone to come out and talk about their experiences that are in a negative light. But you see, when it comes to abuse or people witnessing abuse, people are very uneasy about witnessing that. They don't know what to do sometimes. And uh, should I get involved uh, physically? Uh, no, because mm -hmm. you don't know if that's going to make it worse. Again, also, too, you never know if this could be a, a, um, a situation where there's human trafficking involved. Um, you don't well, know what the situation is. That's together. another other, that's, another whole conversation. That, that's where the stalking starts to step up. Yeah. You, you, don't, you don't know what's really going on. So the best thing to do is to seek resources, be a witness, have information, share the information with either their parent or... Uh, someone in, in the community that's a leader so they can get that team the help mm -hmm. um, never uh, tr try never to approach unless you see a situation where it's deadly then the approach is more of being an eyewitness because we want you to be safe stay safe mm -hmm. do not get involved physically when you when abuse is happening try to stay safe and get the the right people on the scene to do that involvement because we yeah, want the, you again to be safe. professionals involved mm -hmm. but uh okay, the next yeah okay. go on. no i, I was gonna say one. sorry i was gonna say i know i, I can't interrupt <laughs> you i'm sorry do you remember i think i told you about the whole uh when you were when i was a kid i remember hearing um him say oh if a girl if a guy a girl likes a guy she'll hit him <laughs> And I witnessed yeah. it. I've witnessed it where it was like a girl will come tump the guy in the back, you know. And this is like little girl, little kids, like you know, four, five, six, seven, eight. And the parent, like, oh, she, she likes him. That's why she hit him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, the kids like this. Mm -hmm. I like it. And he's trying so well, hard not to cry. <laughs> he's trying so hard not to cry because if he cries, he's gonna be ridiculed. Okay, so it starts Again. then as well as I. Anyways, um, mm. mm -hmm. 
Mm. <laughs> I think one of the one of the uh, terms that Hillary will be looking for there is throw stones where your life lies. Mm. That's one of the things that he used to say Girl, as well. Let me tell you something, huh? <laughs> Sometimes I, I, because I, I had a situation where I was in the workshop and um, this we were talking about passion. I'm always about passion and purpose. And we were talking about passion and purpose. And I explain why people dismiss their passion a lot. They'll say, oh, it's easy, or I did it, or, you know, you can do it too, or, you know, et cetera. Yeah. And meanwhile, we're like, wow, that's amazing, you know. And that makes some people uncomfortable when you say it's amazing. No, Teresa's smiling because I did that to her. (laughs) Okay. And so what has happened as a, a in their childhood what has happened is um someone told them that their passion was nothing and it's very very easy and simple to do because i give the example of johnny where johnny is you know painting on mommy's wall or daddy's wall mm-hmm. and the parent comes out and is like what are you doing and they scold the kid for painting on the wall what you just did was tell an artist that what he's doing is garbage so you know he's like you know, we, okay, I'm, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm just going to. There and then you'd be isolating the talent. There you go. Right. So in that moment, you're thinking, yeah, I don't want anyone to, you know, paint on my wall. I, I want to teach him structure. and everything. Yeah. There's another way. Go get some um, chalkboard paint. Mm-hmm. Square off an area of the wall that you can afford, you know, or even a board or even get a canvas from dollar store come on now you know Mm -hmm. and make that his little canvas and say you paint on that at that time so the the example was the lady she uh her daughter wanted to be a nurse and you know what she said to the daughter she said but you don't like blood though you're not you're not going to be a nurse right there you just told that kid her dream her passion and what she thought that she should be, she could be is not valid. And then she wondered why the kid was having a certain reaction after because one, their kids are young adults or they're growing to adults and, and to their people. And three, you just told a person that they're not good enough. And so that's mm-hmm. why people dismiss their passion. So anyways, we got to take a little break girl. Because, you know, we, we're still trying to come up. <laughs> so, you know, we got a time limit there. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. we'll be right. So, Don't laugh at me, Teresa. So let's do, so do a quick recap on this yeah, yeah, do part. That. We have a little time. Because we have to come back okay. and talk the sexual part and some solutions. Yeah. the In the phys- physical abuse, the four things that we came up with was physical, which is a use of force, sexual is forcing someone to take part in any sexual activity, whether it's from sharing pictures, whether it's from sex texting. Mm-hmm. Um, the psychological aggression was another one, exerting control over a person, whether it's yeah. verbal or displaying your actions to someone, like if you're going to harm them, basically blackmail. Yes. And the fourth one was stalking, unwanted, unwanted attention by a partner that caused you fear, that causes fear to that person. And we came to see that with those four, they can be, they can have lifelong repercussions. Okay? okay. So remember that stalking, psychological aggression, sexual abuse, and physical abuse. Those are the four main domestic violence or what they're calling now intimate partner violence and they all bridge with uh, emotional abuse as well because mm-hmm. through the violence you know a lot of different um psychological damage is done yeah okay so we'll be right back with more hot tea with pleasure yes and Teresa, do you know when i come back don't laugh at me <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Oh. We'll be right back, everybody. That's how, that's how we enjoy each other's space. <laughs> See you soon. Never break, always fight, never quit, do it right, play the game. 
Shine your light, have no shame, waste no time, feel the pain, let the grind, make a change, in my mind, pick a lane, commit and climb, the only way, to win it life, I never miss that fact, taking big swings, sham me the path, put me in the ring, you'll go out in a bag, cause I sing what I mean, and I bring it to the mad life, ain't got time to kill, I got time to fail, I took the red pill, I know life's short, so I wanna live real, but They wanna say my name, but they hold it back. They wanna say they hate, but they always can't find pain. No game. Are you gonna dance in Google Hillary? Yeah. <laughs> Try to dance. <laughs> Well, welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. <sighs> Here Hello. we are again. It's a hard topic. You know, we try to put a little spin to it and keep it light where we can share the information and you're not uncomfortable. But we don't take any of this as a laughing matter. We're very, very serious. I myself is an abused woman. And so I am very, very much an advocate for um, uh, preventing domestic violence or intimate partner violence at any cost and when I say any cost I mean advocating it um, through information as well as workshop webinars however I can get the information out there um, no type of violence is ever okay abuse is never okay and again when a person comes to you and tell you that they're in an abusive relationship uh, believe them first and foremost and then go from there and um, unfortunately they have some people out there that do who are the abuser and might come and say I am being abused because that's another tactic as well um, don't get involved in the part of where you're inserting yourself it's more of seeking resources getting professional help uh, to help that person or situation and uh, work things out so we're going to continue the conversation we had Teresa talking about the mental which is psychological damage as well uh, abuse as well as the um, physical abuse and now we're going to go into more of the sexual side Teresa did you have anything else to 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 finish off there or do you want me to go into the um, sexual in side? terms of mental abuse I can give you one description the intimate emotional or mental abuse is when a child is repeatedly made to feel humiliated, mm -hmm. worthless, um, unloved, alone, scared. And that happens so in a team. Of emotional, or what we call emotional, mental abuse. Yeah. And, and, and they call it dating uh, violence or dating abuse when it comes to teens, you know. Um, and when it, it is such... A disservice that we do to our young boys you know or young men when we dismiss their emotions or we belittle their situations uh, simple thing as saying oh come on be a man or um, ah come on it's a girl she hits you so what deal with it you know dismissing that unfortunately one in three men are have been in an abused situation young boys um, whether it be physical sexual or emotional uh, which is a high rate and as we said earlier 95 percent aggressor is a, is a female so let's get into the sexual side now i want to talk about some myths because i am very much about i, I don't like stereotypes <laughs> teresa knows this i i just don't don't like them <laughs> okay so <laughs> one, uh, so one stereotype that we have is that the first one and I hear this, unfortunately, when we did the first link, someone messaged and said it. And I was like, okay, I had to, I'd be really nice and handle it in a nice way. <laughs> the, so the first myth is that, you know, that boys or men can't be sexually abused. Um, yeah. <laughs> they can. They can. Any person can be sexually abused or 
or used. Um, so, and all of his, obviously it follows with, well, he's not a real man. Of what a girl, what a girl forced herself on you and you, what you couldn't handle it. Oh, you can't handle your thing. Handle your stuff. Handle your business. It's dismissed, right? So that's a myth. Yes, men can be abused. Young boys can be abused. Teenagers can be abused by women. Yes, it can happen, okay? And we do have that aspect where it's male-on-male abuse. We're not dismissing it. We're not belittling it. We're just talking right now about a particular part of abuse that's not really advocated or spoken about because... It is not something that is discussed a lot in society and we wanted to tackle it. So do not write us and say, hey, you're not talking about females or you're not talking about male on male. Um, yes, understood. But this is because we're centering in on this particular subject. Next thing is blaming. Blame. That's next one. Oh, it's his fault. He did it. You know, you got arousal anyways. You got aroused when you were getting penetrated. You got, uh, sorry, when you were penetrating her. You got aroused when this happened, when she sat on it. You got aroused when she touched it. Uh, men get aroused when they got up in the get up in the morning. Don't mean he wants you. <laughs> yeah, wind blows. <laughs> you know, it happens. And so arousal does not mean consent, first of all. Okay. Uh, the same way you have to, you would give the same messaging to your daughters about consensual sex. The boys also need that to say, hey, if she touches you there or if, um, you know, she rubs against you and you don't like it, it's not okay. And we do not have those conversations with our boys. What do we tell our boys, Teresa? Man up. Man up. <laughs> Man up. Okay. Um, the next one is uh, sexual abuse is less harmful to males than to females. Uh, no, that's wrong because abuse is abuse. Assault is assault. Doesn't matter what it is, it's a person being hurt and harm, unwanted touching, penetration. It could be any form of sexual abuse. And to say that because this person, is male he does not or does not experience the same thing as a female is just ridiculous you know only gay men um are sexually abused that is wrong mm -hmm. that is completely wrong 40 percent of gay men yeah are sexually abused 47 of bisexual men but 21 percent of straight men are sexually assaulted so we cannot dismiss it. And when it, the aggressor is a teenage girl, uh, do not tell your sons, oh, how was your first time? If he comes to you and say, you know, uh, we were together, you know, she put her hand in my pants. I really didn't want that. Right there, right there in that moment, you have a choice. Do you tell your you listen carefully and start asking questions or do you start to congratulate him you know think of the messaging uh the next one uh this one is 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 just as it goes along with what i just said when a male is abused by a female what do you hear oh you got lucky come on people <laughs> You got lucky. That's what you're going to tell the kids. And uh, if he doesn't feel that way, then he's some, he's made to feel that something's wrong. Like he did, you know, he's bad mm -hmm. or he did something wrong. So that messaging, again, societal belief that mm -hmm. men cannot be ass assaulted or abused is a reason why that myth exists. And the last one that we, we talked about, we're, we're, it's, it's a very serious one. It's very... It's a very thin line, and I'm going to be very cautious about how I say this. Um, male survivors will abuse others. Now, there's two parts to this. One, that's not necessarily true because, yes, a lot of people that do um, re have or repeat offenders or do uh, or offenders of sexual abuse 
uh, on children or do have history of um, sex, uh, being sexually abused themselves. But it does not mean that um, most boys who are sexually abused will abuse. Most adult men that go for help um, as they get older um, that were sexually abused do not um, repeat the offense. Mm-hmm. So there's a difference, right? Uh, so those that's that's one part I wanted to talk about the myths, and then I wanted to to go into the signs because we as parents, you know, again, unfortunately, there's a lot of stereotype about boys and what they should do and not do and behave, and you know, aggression is something that's taught to them. Uh, as as Teresa mentioned earlier about the sports activities. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you a few things that you can probably, a few signs that you seeing your child or, or his girlfriend, um, that, uh, or partner that might be a little bit of a red flag, disrespecting, being disrespectful in front of you, especially, you know, you know, calling him a bitch, <laughs> for example, uh, taunting him acting superior entitled you know relying on intimidation that's an that's a big one you know trying to intimidate um him in front of other people uh lack of empathy something's happened to him belittle it um a lot of jealousy and wanting to isolate and spend a lot of time like every time they want to be together all the time and clapping my hand because that's what heavens <laughs> all the time always want to be together you know like you call your kid and you're like okay let's go out on saturday oh well she wants to come with us okay let's say that's that's fine you invite the girlfriend but she's on him holding on to him you know that's a sign of control uh, there's some aggression, intimidation going Physical on. Aggression. Yep. And those are, are um, telltale signs. And then, of course, the verbal abuse. Um, that's a, a big red flag, red flag. <laughs> uh, now, <clears throat> if I told you that one in five teen boys have been raped, what would you tell me? What would you say? No. Yeah. People won't believe it. One in five teen boys have been raped, and it's through threats, and um, physical, being physically forced into sex, uh, taking advantage of what being intoxicated. That's a big one. A lot of college kids uh, do experience this. Um, so, those are ways you can tell that your son might be in a abusive relationship and um i you know unfortunately i know a lot about this in that you know i i worked in those kind of communities and environments and do a lot of you know the workshops and everything like that and get a lot of feedback I, i'm trying so hard i'm stumbling on words because i'm trying hard not to say names or situations so that people might feel offended that i shared their story so I'm trying to generalize it as I go, but it is a um, it is something that is so common that we continuously dismiss it, right? And we know about it, by the way. We all know about it. We know some kid that we saw his girlfriend tumped him or something like that, and we just whatever. They're kids, they're teens. Now, recognizing the warning signs is one thing, but then the question is, what do you do, Teresa? Like, what? How? How do you get involved? What do you say? Um, how do you protect your ch- your child? You know, especially as a teen boy. You, where, you build, for me, I think you build that relationship. Where yes, definitely. Come to definitely you have to really build that relationship and it's very tough when it's a teen boy especially you know and you know society is telling him to man up and you're telling him to man up and i'm not saying all parents say it so don't call me or write me 
<laughs> I'm saying that that's the, um, the average and generalized uh, reaction. Uh, a lot of peer pressure, a lot of bullying, and, uh, mm -hmm. and a lot of tough situations where these boys do not have an out. Um, I was, t during the first link, remember, Teresa, when we tried to find, in Barbados, we were trying to find a particular specific place for men that are being abused, mm -hmm. and we couldn't find one. I think we found one within the police. Um, mm -hmm. Just the, the police force, the, I think they have it about the family unit. Yeah. In terms of how on the international market has different bodies set up, generally for abuse, whether it's male abuse, female abuse, or family abuse. Mm -hmm. We don't have that. I don't know about the other part of the islands, but we don't have that particular body you can go to. We don't have that hotline number that you can specifically call this this party for it, this group for it. Mm -hmm. Whereas overseas, when we were doing our research, there were a number of places that was specifically for yeah. that type of situation. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. And I hope that, sorry, I hope that as, you know, as we grow older as a society and, and you know, a lot of the, the newer generations start to take over the airwaves. Take <laughs> that, over. Yes. <laughs> a lot of matters going on, girl. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. I think that the more we advocate about it, the more we're not uncomfortable talking about it uh, that's where things will get a little bit better and people will start getting more educated around this particular subject now before um, time runs out on us I want to talk about some solutions or some ways of helping um, one is recognizing the signs and trying to end it before it starts you know helping basically your, know what to look for yep and, and helping your teen realize the warning signs uh, is a good way you know, have, it's hard to, to ask kids to reach out because there's so much, so much pressure, so much peer pressure. But, you know, trust, as Teresa said, creating that trusted bond between the parent or even some person that they trust or they, they, they listen to having them reach out to them is, is, is another way of preventing it to continue and um, discussing the good and bads about relationship is another way uh, teaching them how to be assertive not aggressive is uh, a, a great way um, and then talking about healthy and unhealthy behaviors and that and then the word secret I hate that word <laughs> so secret there's no secrets uh, you know and you have to be very honest with your kid. I have a conversation with my kids every Friday and I will say to my kids, what can I do better to be a better parent? And it opened up the conversation for them to be honest and raw and talk to me about anything. And sometimes they talk about things I don't want to know about, girl. <laughs> I'm like, Next. I know, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm like. Mm -mm, I don't want to know about that. <laughs> You know, but I'm glad that they feel comfortable enough to, to speak to me about to it. Come because, and speak to you about exactly, because when I see certain things, I can have those conversations with them. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, when to get involved when it becomes so dangerous, um, or you know, you see sleep, sleeping patterns, eating habits, mood swings. Those are telltale signs that something is wrong. Grades are dropping. Um, the school is calling side. and telling you about the arguments in the in the in the hallway. You know. Mm -hmm. That that's a telltale sign, and uh, girls, keep your hands to yourself, okay? You know this is a way where they're that person is feeling less powerful, and this is the way they take the power back. This is the way they've been taught of how to show their emotions and uh, aggressively. And so this message goes out to all my ladies out there and my little girls: it is not okay to hit a girl a, a guy. And thinking that, oh, you know, he's not supposed to hit me back or um, what? I just slapped him. What's the big deal? It is a huge deal it because you do deal. not know what that person is dealing with psychologically. Do not. And then also, too, you could hit them in the wrong spot and cause more damage than you than, you know. So keep your hands to yourself. If you are that upset, that emotionally hurt, 
you need to seek professional help, walk away from the situation, and it's never, never okay to abuse anyone. Well, um, the last thing I, I wanted to talk to you about is um, teaching your your sons about the word consent. And we always have that conversation, their commercials and everything about, you know, touching her is not okay. Touching him is not okay either. <laughs> okay. If if the girl goes and put her hands in the man in the in the boy's pants, don't tell your son, "Oh, does she get a good feel?" No. If he does not want that, it is not consensual. Gr- girls, you still have to ask for permission. You cannot be going and putting your hands where they do not belong it is not yours. Okay? Um be open with the conversations. Be very very open with the conversations, please. We're not going to become private parts. They're called penis and vaginas. <laughs> okay. Be very no open. Worries. Be very, very open and help them to understand physical responses. So I try to get through as much as that as possible quickly so that we can um, have a little more discussion around uh, this. I, I, you know me, I'm, a, I'm an advocate for um, survivors of abuse. And I want to make sure that our teens know that those kind of behaviors are very, very not okay. There's one show, I can't remember the name of it, but I think it really displays um, teen abuse. Um, uh, I think it's called Euphoria. I think it's called Euphoria. And um, you can catch it. I think it's on Netflix. I know there's a book and I think it's a written by a Canadian, The Invincible Boy. Yeah, Invincible Boy. I, yeah, Invincible that's, a, boy. that's a good one. That's Back a good in, one. But to see it live, to see... Yeah, to visually... Have it in film? Mm-hmm. To visually okay. see the abuse, uh, check out Euphoria. You know, I'm not advocating it. I'm just saying, check it out. And there is a character in there that is very physically abuse, abusive to her boyfriend. Uh, she uses psychological uh, warfare... Uh, physical violence and uh, it drives him to a point where you know he's dealing with other things and um, just the aggression that comes out of him and now he's being aggressive towards other people and not people not knowing why is he being so aggressive and that's because he's in an abusive relationship and um, you know at, at one point she accuses him of uh, of, uh, of abuse and so um you know, beyond the scope of, uh, that it was. So I just, I just want us to be okay. I want us to learn to use our mouths, not for, not for verbiage either, but for ex- to be assertive and to explain yourself. If you cannot handle a situation, walk away from it. And if you are a teen boy in an abusive um uh, situation reach out to different organizations in your community reach out to your parents if you do not have that kind of relationship with your parents there's someone that you do that you know that you can talk to reach out to that person and get help rain here in canada i think is r-a-i-n-n they do a great job on supporting young boys um when it comes to abusive situations um whether if they've been abused by um a family member um male on male or or, or females um, mm. they do a really great job on that so we will put all those links in the mm. description and um we do you have anything else to add Teresa? because uh, i no, no nothing to add but just you know we, we need to build that relationship where we can communicate with yeah. our son yeah. And once we have that relationship with our sons where they can come out and speak on speak mm-hmm. about anything or speak on anything. And I like the idea that you put so say that you do with your family, you know, that every Friday mm-hmm. you'll have this sit down discussion. Because I remember sometimes on Friday I call Hillary and it's like, oh, we have to talk later. Me and my boys haven't moved tonight. And I really applaud, I, I applaud you on that. 
Oh, thanks. <laughs> she don't have teenage boys. Oh, she they're not teenage young boys. Men. They're young men. They're, they're 20 always, and 24. But at oh, the same time, I went for the teenage girl. Girl. Yeah, then, mm. <laughs> maybe, maybe one day or one evening, we're, when we're on the podcast, they will come and introduce themselves. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see. They're coming to Joseph's. No, there was there was one, the eldest one. Yeah. There was one when we did the funny clip. The clip, yeah. He, he was, was the over background. your shoulder. Yeah, yeah. yeah he he's our tactor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now I just want to drop a couple of uh, you know, percentages out there that is on all online, so don't write me. Forty three percent of boys in high school are victims of unwanted uh, sexual experiences and 95% of the time the aggressor is a female 43% yeah but yet we do not have the open conversation around that you know when we do have it it is very rare as I said and so and people lack remorse they lack empathy towards these situations um, they don't show a genuine emotion or even concern uh, or even recognize or acknowledge the feelings of the young men. And we have to really, really start doing that. Uh, we, um, I was looking at a clip when they said in Vancouver, mm-hmm. some youth in each gender were exploited by women with more than three or four, mm-hmm. so like 79% sexually exploited males reporting exchanging sex for money or goods yeah that was another one thing i think elizabeth i can't really pronounce the name correctly but she's an associate professor of nursing at the university of british columbia mm-hmm. and also a principal investigator for the studies that was done in vancouver yeah vancouver yeah and you know that one in every five Young men have been raped. I, I think I said that earlier, right? Mm. And so that that's this is why another reason we really have to advocate that it's okay to have those conversations and it's okay to reach out and it's okay. Shame, shame, I'm going to say it a million times over, shame is one of the main reasons people stay in abusive situations because they do not have the out or the strength or the emotional support or the emotional know-how or even the the words to describe or to advocate for themselves so shame is something that a lot of young boys deal with they don't want to have be taunted by their peers or by their parents or by their community and saying ah you're you're a wimp or you know you're a puss you know what (laughs) and don't blame yourself Mm -hmm. don't don't blame yourself. It is not your fault that these things are happening. You, but you do need to reach out for help. Uh, verbal abuse, you know, when in teen girls and boys situation, verbal abuse and isolation, and envy and jealousy seems to be the number one target way. Have is kind of the red flag area where you actually start actually seeing it. It's like, wait, why is she being so aggressive towards him? Why is, you know, like, for example, he says, oh, I don't feel so good today. You know, oh, you don't. Oh, poor baby, you know, and being condescending, you know, in front of the parent, in front of others, belittling him, slapping him, pinching, um, threatening, using. There's even some situation where entrapment happens where um, uh, sex is used to get impregnated and then so to control the the male i'm not saying that that's what happened in all teen sex do not write me i'm just telling you about the met the boys that do experience this this is some of the ways that has happened to them and we have to uh, provide them with the resources that they yeah they need to be able to reach out um, one last thing I'm going to um, talk about is intimidation and acting superior and entitled. 
Now, me and Teresa did a skit last time, and everyone loved the skit because it kind of showed them. And I think that's where people realized, like, one lady said, wow, I never realized that that was abuse. You know, she literally, she said, I do that, but she didn't realize it was abuse. So we're going to do a real quick skit um, um, about teen, where teen abuse can happen or how, what it might look like and how society can easily dismiss it or belittle it because, you know, man up, you know. So do you want to be the girl or the guy? Mm, the guy. The guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go. <laughs> you be the guy. To... Why do you always be the guy? <laughs> I, I can't go to the movies tonight. I have what do you mean you wait so practice is more I have important. practice I have a game, I have a I'm game speaking game. though I'm telling you I can't I'm go I'm speaking no. though you never listen to anything I say I, I have oh practice what I have practice I have a game a big oh game so speaking. your game is better oh so I get it okay do you then okay well, I'm going to go fuck somebody what else. What do you How mean, about do that? me? We, we I'm going to go get... I'm gonna, I, you see what you do to me? You see what you did to oh, me, right? The, the, the guys are calling me. They're going to go. Wow. Oh, they you know what? Go, go on. I'm, go on I'm, your, I'm sorry. Go I'll, on with your little bitch you. self. Go, go. I'll make you're... it up to you. I'll make it up to you. Okay, you I'm go. speaking, though. I'm going to go. Okay. i got to run. i got my bag. i got to run. i got to run. Okay. If you if you leave right now, we're done. How about that? Okay, say I'm what you want to say. Say what you want to say. Are you raising your voice at me? I'm going to tell my mother exactly what you did. I'm going to tell everybody what you do. Oh, remember those gosh, pictures? Look. Remember those pictures that you sent me your little tiny little self? You know those pictures? I'm going to put them no, all over there. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Nothing. But Shut up. It's not Shut what up. I'm gonna do. Shut up. That's illegal. Shut up. It, it Shut illegal. up. Why are you talking though? I gotta go. Why are you talking? I, I, I definitely Why are you go. talking? Is, I gotta go. I gotta go. The guys are calling me. I gotta go. Okay. Look at it this way. You get the opportunity you do to you, watch boo. play again. You do you. You do you. You know what? You do you. I know exactly what I'm gonna do to you. How about that? Is that how it's gonna be? That's what it is. That's how it's gonna be. Okay. Mm. Well, guys, I think I, I think I'm gonna have to go. No, I think you're gonna stay. Practice. How about that? I think I have to skip practice. That's right. Coach would just put me on the bench and I'll I know because you like me. That's why you did it. And oh, see. <laughs> and and in that moment, you see that you know, and people are like, oh, they're having an argument. There's so much intimidation. So much disrespect happening, so much belittling empathy. Like Teresa, how did you feel? Intimidated. Sorry? Intimidated. Intimidated. Not I didn't heard, get a word. Right? Disrespected. And you controlled. say you love the person, but mm-hmm. I didn't see it there. There you go. I didn't see it there. Well, well I hope As we were earlier, mm-hmm. the verbal abuse, psychological aggression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. came that came out there as well. Yeah, um, there was no physical, but the the threats, the verbal threats, the blackmail, mm-hmm. that came out. There was no stalking, but abuse doesn't have to be those four all together. Mm-hmm. Abuse can be any one of those. Yeah, any one of those. It doesn't have abuse is not physical, always can be emotional and guarantee whenever it's emotional it plays on your psyche yeah and, and, and the number one reason for uh unfortunately a lot of kids don't advocate for themselves and end up uh using suicide as an escape as an out and if you know someone who's suicidal please 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 call the suicide hotline uh, get involved by informing someone and getting them the help they need well, Teresa, that was a heavy one. It was a heavy one for the teens. It's a really heavy I think one. More topics like this here. We mm-hmm. not just abuse, but more topics like this here. We're gonna do some research and yeah. we're gonna start to bring to the forum. And also, we talk about our experiences oh, as well. Because... Is not just about lubrication. Not always about lubrication, girl. <laughs> we have that product coming out in some time. 
<laughs> right? But, you know, we're, well, listen, we're both about to push the big five zero. We look good for age, huh? <laughs> but uh, we've we've had a lot of experiences, good and bad, and we've taken all of that and put it into a little loop and call it hot pleasures, hot tea with pleasures. And we hope that you join us again next Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I am Hillary in Ontario, Canada. And I am Teresa in beautiful island of Barbados. Yep. Keep it moist, people. Keep it moist. And again, for anyone out there in an abusive relationship, seek help. We are going to put some links into the description and tell someone, advocate for those who are around them. And if you see someone in an abusive relationship, get involved by being a witness um, or getting them help or yeah. reaching out. And if they come to you, believe them first and go from there. So again, hot tea with pleasures, like, comment, and subscribe. We are on YouTube, Instagram, and on Twitter. And Twitter. All right. Well, Teresa, nice see you again. Good luck at your life until then. Keep until then. Real. See you next Saturday. Cheers. Yes, oh, and Teresa, good luck on on uh, tomorrow. Or yes, yes. I sorry, will do it'll be today because that... it's recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do some videos that you can see. Yeah. And what, uh, what is it? You're where you're going again? And Queens Park. Queens Park grounds. It's in the heart of the city. Barbados. Barbados. Yes. <laughs> and what is happening there? Oh, uh, it's a display of things art culture. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. It's a display of things, agriculture, well, the topics they were talking about on the news today as well. It's yeah. like the carving coming together so that we can, especially with uh, COVID, we've got three minutes left. Yeah, I'm, I'm, COVID, I'm trying to cut you short. <laughs> it's the carving coming together. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about you. Reset the coal. So Reset the coal and spa. It's a greener together. Yeah. It's a greener together and I'll be displaying my products there. Mm -hmm. I'll be also doing mini massages and I'm asking for all my emergency personnel, which are like the policemen, the medics, the paramedics, um, the firemen. We asking you all, all to come out and be pampered. This is your time. You're also going to cater for the others. But in this pandemic time, we know that our medical team, we know that our emergency services you know, these personnel really got in there and was working 24 hours, seven days a week, little sleep, little little to eat. So we gotta go. Therefore, we need, we need you to come. <laughs> she's passionate. She's passionate. Passionate shining, baby. All right. <laughs> we we'll see you next time, everyone. Thank you so much for listening in. Hot tea with pleasures, and we'll lubricate your life. Cheers. Bye, <laughs> Teresa. Bye. -bye. Thank you.